told you last week that, that we, that we, <laughs> I told you something last week, right? Everywhere I look, Right. So so and, and I said and I said as you as you understand that everywhere you look there will be blessings you need to move fast you need to be always on the ready to expand you need to be prepared to take action and to dominate your space and and to do things wholeheartedly to pray and to give thanks. Amen. And and I want to go back to the scripture and, 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 and Amos chapter 9 verse 13 through to 15. Amos chapter 9 verse 13 through to 15. I want to go back there and, and, and just use it quickly again to establish a few things around the prophetic word for this year. And, and it says, yes, indeed, it won't be long now. Everybody say it won't be long now. I want to speak to somebody about that because sometimes uh, things appear like they are taking so long. Sometimes it seems like you have to wait uh, forever before it happens. And, and as, you, as you are waiting, I want you to keep this word in your spirit. It won't be long now. Say it to yourself, it won't be long now. And I'm not just making empty promises. <laughs> you know, as, 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 a, as a preacher, I know you get excited when I tell you things that give you hope. <laughs> and and you, know, you know, some people make money out of this. But I'm not just telling you things to give you hope. I am telling you that there is hope. Amen. I'm telling you that there is hope. And it won't be long now. Hallelujah. It won't be long now. It won't be long now. So it's, it's God's decree. God said it. I believe it. That settles it. God said it, I believe it, that settles it. You see, God is, is making a decree into somebody's life that it won't be long now. Soon, very quickly, it won't be long now. And, and, and he has said it's not be long now. He goes on and things are going to be happening so fast. Your head will swim, one thing fast on the heels of the other. You won't be able to keep up. Everything will be happening at once. And everywhere you look, blessings, blessings like wine pouring off the mountains and hills. I will, make, I will make everything right again for my people. It won't be long now when things begin to go right for you. It won't be long now when things begin to come back into shape. They will rebuild their ruined cities. You know, and I, I know somebody you've been, you've been struggling. You know, normally they tell you that this work needs you to do it in six months. And, and you've gone through six months. You are in the sixth month now and you've been toiling and it seems like you're not making any progress. 
but, but things will begin to happen. That which looks ruined will be rebuilt in the next few weeks. What you've toiled for the last six months, you will be able to accomplish that assignment. It won't belong now. It won't belong now. And, and so he goes on and, and, and says, they will rebuild their ruined cities. They will plant vineyards and drink good wine. They will work their gardens and eat fresh vegetables. And I will plant them, plant them on their own land. I want you to keep this word in mind. In all that we're going to go through this year, in all that you're going to work on this year, I want you to keep this word in mind, hallelujah, that it won't be long now and you will end up with your own. You'll end up with your own. You will not be on borrowed place. You'll be on your own. You will not continue in the borrowed lifestyle. You'll be having your own. It will be yours. It is yours. Hallelujah. You, you, you're coming through. You're coming through it. It won't be long now. And so I told you that as everything is happening very fast, everything will be happening all at once, everything will be big, you need to position yourself. I want to let you know these three things very quickly. Number one, make sure you watch what you say. Watch what you say. Be careful what you speak. You must speak life. Speak life. Speak life. Speak life. Speak the word of God into your situations. Declare God's word into your life. When things continue to look like a ruin, begin to speak to them. You will be rebuilt. You will be my own. When things don't seem to be going the way you want them to go, say all things work together for my good. He's a way maker. Lord, you say you make a way where there is no way. You cause rivers to flow in a desert. When, when things are dry, you say thank you, Lord, that Father, you cause streams to flow in the, in the, in the, in the dry places. You need to speak life. When you are sick, say I am well. When you are down, say I am up. You speak it in. You need to learn, challenge yourself like we're being challenged that even when you are down and you feel like just only crying and moaning and complaining, you're going to turn it around into praise. Turn your words into praise. Turn your words into prophecy. Prophecy is speaking the word of God. The best prophecy you can do is take the scriptures and begin to declare them in your life. And I can tell you, you will never go wrong. You will never go wrong. Declare God's word. Learn it. Know it. Declare it. Amen. Watch what you speak. Water your blessings with the word. Water your work with the word of God. Say, I will reap a hundredfold. As you, as you sow whatever you are sowing, as you work, say, I will reap a hundredfold. I will, I, this will produce. As you do your business, say, thank you, Lord, that you give my hands the power to make wealth. Declare the word. Say, God, I will not suffer loss. I will not suffer loss because you've promised to bless me.
when things don't look like they are good, say, God, thank you that your plans for my life are plans for good, for an expected end. My expected end is to finish this paper and to get my thesis. Lord, I speak that expected end. Do you hear what I'm saying, church? My expected end is to come out of debt. So Lord, though I may only have to eat just white bread with nothing today, I'm coming out of debt where I shall eventually eat white bread with cheese and, and ham and some jam even on top. You know, I've got some nice brothers who put jam and eggs. And, you know, my son starts to do some stuff like that. Say, Papa, can I have some speck? And you give him some speck. You know what speck is? Bacon. And he takes the bacon and he takes the jam. You know, he's been putting your jam on top of the speck. Say, so, well, that looks so awkward. But he says, let me enjoy my food. You, you need to begin to see, to say, I may eat the bread might be plain today, but one day it shall be jam and speck on top of it. Do you hear what I'm saying, church? You need to speak because there is an expected future. There is a hope that God has promised us and it is in his word. So watch your words and speak life. Proverbs 18 verse 20 says, A man's belly shall be satisfied with the fruit of his mouth. You will be satisfied with the things that come out of your mouth. And, and it goes on and says, And with the increase of his lips shall he be filled. With the increase of your lips shall you be filled. The things you say will fill you. They will come back to you. So make sure you speak life. And then the Proverbs 18.21 that we most or most of us know says death and life are in the power of the tongue. And they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. They that love what? They that love the word of God and speak life. Into, the, into their own situations. They that, that allow things that are of life to come out of them shall enjoy the life. So the scripture says, let the weak say I am strong. And so when you say I am strong in the moment of your weakness, it gives you strength to become that which you have spoken. So make sure you speak life. Into, into your situations. Hallelujah. Number two, number two quickly, is, is that you must, you must pay attention to the adjustments you will need to make. You will need to make adjustments. You will need to make some change. You cannot continue the way you were. You cannot keep on doing things that you, in the same way, you will need to make adjustments. Amen. Amen. And here in particular, I want to say to, some, to somebody, be prepared to let go. Let go of the things that you cannot change. And work upon the things that you cannot change. You see, when, when, when a, a farmer... Coming back to Amos, Amos chapter 9, the plower or the one who is scattering the seed, who is sowing the seed, he will make sure 
that he sows his seed upon the good ground. And he will avoid throwing his seed upon bad ground. There is no point throwing your seed upon a rock. You need to look for good ground. Amen. And so if there is bad ground around you, make the adjustment to look for the good ground. The bad ground around you might be something you have had for a long time. But it doesn't mean you need to continue with it. You hear what I'm saying, church? You need to be prepared to make adjustments and change. You need to be prepared to have some things removed from you. There are things that must go. There are things that must be removed. Be prepared to let go and to have those things removed. Jesus speaks about a vine in John chapter 15. And he says, I'm the true vine and my father is the husbandman. Verse 2 is what strikes me. He says, every branch in me that bears not fruit shall be taken away. Every branch that does not bear fruit shall be taken away. And every branch that bears fruit, he purges it, that it may bring forth more fruit. For you to bring forth more fruit, there will be things that may need to be chopped off from you. There may be things, there may be people, there may be friends, there may be habits, there may be things you love to do that you may need to drop for you to bear more fruit. Somebody was challenging me the other day to say, if you are sleeping and waking up on the same day, you are likely not to achieve much. If you wake up and sleep on the same day, you are likely not to achieve much. Because those that achieve much never sleep on the same day. <laughs> ah, let those that have ears hear what the Spirit says to the church. Sometimes you may need to change your sleeping habits in order to move fast. <laughs> I know the, 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 this, the uh, okay, let's leave it. I need to close. But, but, but be prepared to make some of those drastic changes. You know, if you have already achieved a lot in life, you can choose to rest like Marike and Hans. They can sleep on the same day they woke up. <laughs> yes. But before you are here, if you want to get here, you need to work. And so be prepared to make adjustments. And you may need to make those adjustments to get work done. You hear what I'm saying, church? Amen. Jesus says, the branch that is bearing fruit is pruned so that it makes even more fruit. Now here's the thing. Don't be deceived by the small fruit on the branch that is not bearing to maximum capacity. Sometimes you need to lose those little fruits or maybe the one fruit that looks so good. I've, I've, I've pruned some trees before. And sometimes you have to cut a branch, which, which I have a very fruitful fig tree at my house. 
And, and, and I look at some of the branches that have some figs on them. And I have to cut them off with their fruit. Why? Because I want the rest of the fig tree to produce more. Things that you think, well, this one is, 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 is useful, might have to go for you to have much. Number three, remember who the source of all things is. The source is Jesus. Jesus is the source of life. And so Jesus says in John 14 verse 6, I am the way, I am the truth, and I am the life. No one comes to the Father but by me. Jesus is the way. He is your way. He will make a way. And so the Lord was just showing me how when they expected food, you see the children of Israel when they were in the desert and they said, Moses, we have no food. And, and they expected food. I, I, I'm sure their expectation was probably Moses would say, you know, let's go start hunting for food or something. They were not doing that. There was no time to be hunting for any food or to be farming. They had to be on the move. They were on the road. And God says, I will give you food. And so food fell from heaven. And in the morning, all they needed to do was to come to pick it. When they said, ah, we are tired of this manna. We also want some meat. God made the meat to come flying to them. The meat came in flying and just was there. All they had to do was just catch it and they had meat. And the word manna see, says that that food became whatever it was they desired it to be. So when they were thinking, oh, how I wish I would have some, some hard chicken. The, the quails was like a hard chicken. When they thought, oh, how, how I wish I had some nice lamb. The quail tasted like some, some lamb. The manna of God. When they said, oh, I just wish I had some nice brown bread. They picked it. And when they were eating it, it tasted like brown bread. That's what, it was what it was. Food for them. Provided in God's own way. Remember who the source is. The source was not Moses. The source was not their farming. The source was God. And the source, your source is God. Your source is God. Water came out of a rock. I'm sure when they went to complain to Moses, they were expecting Moses to say, okay, let's go dig some well somewhere. But God, the source, knows how to provide for you. And God has many channels to provide for you. There are many channels of his blessing. And this is why everywhere you will look, there will be blessings. You, are, you must open your eyes. Rise up as we pray. Open your eyes to the channels that God has for you. Because everywhere you will look, you will see the blessing of God. Hallelujah. Everywhere you look, you will see what? The blessing of God. When you rise up, rise up with your offering. Put your offering in your envelope. We're going to do this one time. You will see the blessing of God everywhere. Why? Because God has channels, he has different ways, he has different means to bless you. He does not need the conventional way that you think this is where my blessing is going to come from. Your blessing may not be in your job. Hallelujah. 
your blessing may be in a completely different place. You might be hard looking for a job when God is saying start a business. You might be looking that a brother is going to come from the Netherlands when he will come from Germany. You might be hoping and, and praying that God, oh, I just want that boy from my village and God has got somebody from Renan for you. Because he has many channels. He has many ways in which he operates. You might be thinking this lecturer is the one who will give me no. It might be somebody completely different. God has his channels. What you need to do is stay connected to Jesus, the source. There are many things that give people life. But there is one, one life that you need and that is the life that is in Jesus Christ. It's not in the meditation to Buddha and to whoever else they meditate to. It's not in, in, the, in the abundant things you think you have that you will find joy. Jesus is the source of joy. He's the source of progress, the source of your success, the source of everything that you must be. So I want you to pray right now as you lift your offering up to the Lord. Raise your offering up to the Lord and pray to Him and say, Jesus, I thank you that you're the source of all things. Help me. Help me to know you, to walk with you, to depend upon you. Help me, Lord. Help me to be able to speak that which you want me to speak, to say that which I must say. Help me, oh God, to let go and to lose and to make the adjustments that I must make so that you, the eternal source, may continue to provide for me so that you, the source of all things, may continue to feed me, may continue to provide and continue to lead me, continue to bring me to the place where I must be. And speak over your offering. As you give your offering, say, thank you that you are the source of all things. In the name of Jesus. Praise and worship.